Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I've often talked about uh, how much of a pay-per-view buyer I am. Take that any way you want it, but I'll tell you how I take it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Fastest VPN on the planet, global server network, all that good stuff. That's great, but a big big reason why I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful is all the pay-per-views I buy, all the money we're spending. We're trying to control costs as a company, as a household. You can get those UFC pay-per-views at a fraction of the price you're paying here in America. Plus, you can get all kinds of great content that you wouldn't normally see thanks to those services as well. Shows that are on overseas services, things that you want to watch a little bit early so you get on that UK time and watch them. Being able to change the interfaces of things like the WWE Network, maybe you don't like Peacock, anything like that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that ability while having the fastest VPN on the planet. Also, you just get so much more out of your internet experience with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Subscribe to, to Fight and AEW Plus. Watch AEW without commercials. Uh, watch Bare Knuckle Boxing. Watch UFC pay-per-views, boxing pay-per-views at the rates they're getting over in the UK. Change your virtual location with just one click. And hey, if you need any help using it, they got that 24-7 tech support. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, here with a name you know. We got Heath. <laughs> oh, Heath, baby. This, I think this is my first time interviewing you. I think it is, man. Like, we've spoken, you know, behind the scenes and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, but this is the first interview. Our first happy, interview. I'm happy to be here, and thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm so uh, so glad that you, you, you're speaking with us. Uh, we broke the news this week. You are a free agent. It's been a long time since you've been a free agent. Dude, I know. Um, how nuts. are you feeling? How are you feeling right now? Dude, honestly, it's just one. Of, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling, <laughs> man. <laughs> I wish I would have put my free agent shirt on. I just don't know where it's at, actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, no. I, I feel good, man. I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place mentally and physically. Um 
I'm, I'm home a lot more with the babies, you know, so that's always amazing. But being a free agent, man, is one of those things where like, you know, I'm out in the wild again, you know, I'm, ro I'm roaming the turf, you know, like, so I'm excited because every time I became a little free agent of wherever I was at, I had fun with it. So I'm excited. I'm willing to go and explore new places or familiar places. Who knows? But um, I'm I'm excited about it. You know, a lot of people is probably like, oh, no, why did you do this? Why you do that? It's because I damn it. I'm living my life and I'm going to do what I want. You know, is there any is there anybody you want to bury on the way out of impact? Oh, my goodness. Probably everybody <laughs> there, man. <laughs> no, not at you, all. Listen. He heard TNA. I'm not doing that. And he yeah, demanded I said, I his am, release. Yeah, I am not re-signing, damn it. You no. <laughs> that was pretty so, cool, though, of him doing that. I, I did like that. I mean, I, cool. I think I think now there's enough familiarity and, like, uh, adoration for that brand. And a lot of people associate it more with the positives than the negatives towards the end oh, of for it sure. For sure, man. So, I mean, you, let's be real. When it started and it was coming up, it was exciting and fun. You know, and then it just got too commercialized. <laughs> so when you signed with Impact Wrestling, I mean, I know that wasn't the only offer on the table. I had heard from people in WWE that when you popped back up after the release, they were like, well, yep. yeah, we wanted him back and he passed on it. <laughs> yeah, man, it was one of those things. Like, I didn't even want to do the interview with Drew at, you know, the, or the the segment with Drew. And like Drew literally called me for like, you know, to, like a week and a half just being like, dude come on like trying to talk me into it and then yeah. by the by the end of it of course you know he's like a brother to me so i'm like hell yeah man all right let's just do it but they, it was like one of those things that they was wanting me for that segment with drew a match with Dolph, and then me come down at whatever horror film pay-per-view that they wrestled at and help drew win type deal and then i'd be out but i told him i just wanted to do the thing with drew and i'm out so i did it it came off very well they did offer me another deal even before my other deal was up. But it was one of those things where it was like, it wasn't what it was. And, and I mean, I was there for 15 years, man. You know, I was there for a good 15 years, just straight WWE, man. Bam. You know, so I, I felt like for me as myself, where I was at, like, I never got to do independence, man. I was on the independence for two years as the greenest of green guys, you know, before <laughs> I got to developmental. So it was one of those things where, like, I wanted to go out. I wanted to explore. I wanted to wrestle new people, you know, stuff like that. But, like, I landed an impact, you know, just because it was a cool spot. It had a good atmosphere. My friends were going there to where I was like, heck, yeah, man, let's do it. You know, I'll go with you. And the next thing you know, I got hurt and I was out for pretty much a year. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> did they extend your contract due to that injury? They actually did. Dude, it's a funny story, man. Man, my dog's going off if you hear him. Um, it's a Do funny hear. story because, um, like, you know, I went to Impact, you know, just on an appearance thing. And then they said they wanted to sign me. So it was like day of Bound for Glory, bro. Like the day of. Scott comes to me. He's like, man, you signed the contract or not? We emailed it to you. And I was like, nah, man, I haven't even looked at it. Like, print it up and I'll <laughs> sign it. You know, like I'm old school. So he prints it up and everything. And I signed it day of Bound for Glory 2020. I hit the ring, hit a neck break and a leg Larry, and it felt like someone stabbed me about 12 times in the gut. Oh. And it was like, it was what was crazy is that they didn't really even finalize the contract yet because I signed it the day of Bound for Glory. Then I got hurt on Bound for Glory. Like three hours later, I got hurt. 
And then, but they honored it, you know, and they kept me and they extended me for another year to where I respect the hell out of that, you know, because they didn't have to do that. We was in the middle of a pandemic, you know, and it was just, everything was chaos. But um, I respect- So they were paying you while you were out hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Oh, it was really, like I said, I can't say nothing bad about impact. Like they helped me out when I was literally hit rock bottom. You know, I had to go through all- this therapy man i busted my ass to get back you know i got in some great shape and then they still had the door open for me man so like i tip my hat to impact you know although we didn't see eye to eye towards the end with what's coming up but i can't disrespect the fact that they're 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 a good company they're nice they're the locker room is amazing you know so i had fun there I always hear great things about the locker room. People seem excited to go to work there. And and you had mentioned how you hadn't really got to navigate the Indies much. I know this year you, you've worked all over the place, like mm-hmm. New York, New Jersey, Indiana, uh, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Michigan, Canada, even. I mean, even before right. this, yeah. before your schedule opened up, you were traveling an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, – I- I, I guess like it was, it was easy. It's easier for me now because like I have a name, you know, and people know who I am. Like I don't burn bridges, bro. Like I'm that type of dude. It's like, if we don't see eye to eye, let's just talk about this. If we can't find a middle ground and all right, man, let's out, you know, but a lot of people don't do it that way. A lot of people want to like, you know, poke their chest up and come at you. And it's just not the right way to do some business, you know? So it's like, I didn't burn any bridges. I don't try to burn bridges. The only bridges that I will burn is the ones I have to. So yeah. it's just like, you know, to me, it's like, uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's about navigating those indies and how you've, oh, you, you were yeah. traveling everywhere even before you were a free agent. Very true. But it's just, I feel like it's easier for me now because like I have been on TV. People know who I am and I just try to, you know, like I said, don't burn any bridges just so I can keep coming back. You know, so but these the whole dude, it's so different on the indie scene too, man. Like the way they do things, the way they call matches, and like in WWE, you know, everyone's pretty damn good. You don't really get hurt too much. But on the indies, man, you feel a lot more. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes you gotta coach them down because some of these kids are excited and a little nervous and they wanna rush to where I'm like, hey baby, grab a hold, man. <laughs> like calm down. <laughs> I mean, spe- speaking of that, like, I mean, I've spoken to people. Emily J is a good example. She speaks uh, about how helpful you've been to her career and mentoring yeah. her and just looking after her, making sure she doesn't get taken advantage of any number of things. Like yeah. she spoke glowingly in our interview last year uh, about mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, it's very clear you're, you're, you're helping a ton of people as well, which I think is very admirable. Yeah. It- <laughs> It's, it's, I look at, at little Emmy J, man. She is a little stunner, you know, a little stunner now. Little, she's uh, almost six feet tall. Well, <laughs> whichever. To me, I still see this little girl, you know, holding up the sign saying I'm her dad when she's like 11 years old, yeah. you know? So, like, that's what I see when I see her, you know? She's grown up. She's a beautiful little girl and she's literally like going out there kicking butt. I'm more of the, like, I've, I've knew her since she before she's a teenager. So it's like, mm-hmm. I look at her as like, Hey, come here. Damn it. Don't be doing this crap. <laughs> you don't need to do this. Like I put it real to her like a dad would, you know? So she that, showed me I, a thing where you said, take this post down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real though. I mean, that's just, 
that's just the human in me looking after her. I'm like, damn it. Like, you don't have to put that out there like that. They can see it. They can already see it. You don't have to throw it out there, you know, <laughs> whatever, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where like, you know, I look after her because like, I remember her saying when she was like 15 and 16, I want to be a wrestler. I'm like, no, you don't, you don't, <laughs> don't do it. But hey, but, hey, kudos to her. And I'm glad she's kicking ass. Is producing, agenting, training something that you would be interested in? I mean, for for everybody, I mean, it's we're seeing so many active wrestlers just jump right in into all of that. Yeah. All right. So me and my wife's been talking about this, man, because like I'm 40. Okay. I'm not that <laughs> yeah. spring chicken no more, but I'm not an old man yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like I'm in my prime, you know? Like yeah. that's but, I mean, look. Look at this. I mean, you've got like Sean and Aria Davari. They're still very much in their prime. I mean, sure. yeah, Orange Cassidy's producing right now. Dude, you got, right? yeah, you got Tyler Breeze and and uh, Sean Spears running flatbacks. Mm-hmm. Like you have these people are still actively doing Dude, it. They are, Seth Rollins yes. even. Very true. Seth, man, his place full too with all his scheduling yeah. and stuff. But but I look at it as. I, I still have a quarter tank of wrestling in my, in my gas tank. Okay. You know, I feel like I got a quarter in there. You can go a long ways with the quarter if you do it right. You know, so in my mind, back when I was literally 20 years old training, trying to do this stuff, man, I literally was like, you know what? I want to I'm going to retire before I'm 50. You know, I could go until I'm about 45, 47. Now, being 40 and going through all the hell that I have in the last, you know, nearly 20 years, I'm just like, damn, man, my body hurts every day. I'm sore. I'm this, I'm that. But, you know, I feel like I'm still, I'm trucking. Like, when I'm on these shows, like, all these kids, you know, like, they're not blowing me up. and I'm hanging with them to where I'm like, okay. You know, and I tell all my friends this. I'm like, bro, the day that I get in there and I'm gassed halfway through, which I am sometimes, but I have that second wind that kicks in. um, But it's like, as soon as I'm embarrassed to walk out the curtain and get in that ring to perform is when I'm like, Hey man, like I need to find a good retirement match and whoever it is, you know, just do that, you know, but I would absolutely love to be a sister one day, you know, ain't the time, you know, and then talk have said, Hey, would you like to come in as a sister? And I'm just like, no, I don't because I'm not ready to give it up yet. <laughs> It, it's it's you are you are helping and teaching and guiding the future not trying to put you in a spot trying to put on or nothing like that like i said i got a quarter tank left in wrestling and i feel like i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it one of my favorite things about your career is how well you play off of other people and they play off of you like from nexus <laughs> to 3mb to rhino but my favorite is with a guy we actually have an interview with that's going to drop before yours, Titus. Mm-hmm. I loved Slater Gator. I was oh, a Slater man. Gator fan. Why oh, did that goodness. last longer? I thought that was brilliant stuff. Dude, brother, like literally, I think this the remember this whole thing happening was that they had me and him just thrown into a promo and was like, hey, man, we're going to try to do something with y'all maybe. And I was just rambling, you know. So it's like Slater Gator, and I just said it in a promo. And that's we're look. 
we're losing you a little bit by the way we're we're losing you're you're cutting out a little bit what about right now no it's pretty terrible right now i still (laughs) no it's it's really bad (laughs) ow before before uh, the, the internet got hacked, there we were talking about Slater Gator. I, I loved the promos. I loved you the loved connection it. there. We we just interviewed Titus O'Neil because he did a cornhole tournament, by the way. <laughs> hey, I love cornhole. Me I too. love that game. We're it from the South, so I mean, come on now. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we love that. Crack open a nice keg, man. Some cornhole. That's a fun time. Barbecue going on. So, so why didn't you think that Slater Gator uh, got got more of an opportunity? I loved Slater Gator. Man, it got thrown together is what happened, man. Like, like I said, the way I remembered it, we got thrown together in a promo. And somehow I'm just like my last name, Slater. His, he went to Florida. He's a Gator. He's always doing the, the chomp and stuff. He's always yeah. loving the Gators and pre- representing them. So I'm just like, man, Slater Gator. And it's just, you know, like – Think about it. Like every wrestling name or faction always has something that rhymes, you know, like Lex Luger, you know, like they always like an LL, whatever. So when Slater Gator popped in my mind and it came out, even I was like, man, that was pretty good. And I just kept going with it, not thinking nothing of it, you know, but I guarantee you Vince was just watching it and he heard it and he was like, oh, I love that Slater Gator, you know, and they wanted us to be an odd couple, you know. Man, I just think they might think I'm odd because I've been in a lot of odd <laughs> stuff, you know, something. I don't know. Maybe it's just the red hair. I don't know. But you work um, with such a great variety of people, though, like oh, brother, I've worked everyone from the biggest to the smallest and in between, <laughs> like for real. <laughs> I know. Do you, uh, do you have any interesting Bret Hart stories? I know you wrestled him like five times. Dude, Bret's the man. Dude, I love him. Uh, Bret, like. Like I, they, Brett to me, it was one of those things that when I knew he was like mixed in with us, I'm just like, holy shit, this is Brett Hart. Like, whoa, like really? Like we're going to get to get in the ring with him. But then it was like one of those things that we had a meeting and it was like, don't touch him. Don't let him bump. You can't do this. You can't do that. And we're just like, well, shit. Like, so we're just, we're the punching back for Brett. And I'm just like, shit, I'll be any, I'll be his punching yeah. back anytime, you know? But it was crazy because, like, I guess Wilson and Natty and Brett and it was Edge and Jericho. They were talking. Next thing you know, they was like, hey, I put him with Heath, you know. So the whole time, man, like when Brett's in the ring, he's usually with me, you know, like always. Like the face is off. It's me and Brett in the ring, me and Brett, you know, comeback time, me taking Brett's comeback type deal, you know. We went all overseas. I'm in the ring with Brett. Madison Square Garden, me and Brett. You know, uh, over in um, uh, Albert or uh, Calgary, Stampede, the big stadium. Is it Stampede? It's it's what? probably around there. Yeah, yeah. Around Whatever it is. Calgary Stampede, yeah. Dude, it was just one of those things where it was like uh, he would always want to do more than he was supposed to do. And what was yeah. I going to say? No. Hell, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to get up light for you, baby. <laughs> let's let's do this. But no, Brett, to me, is what, what really made me know that he was a great human being is when it was after a match and everything, and I think it was at MSG, and we walked to the back, and Michael Hayes literally is like looking at him like, my God, Brett, 
you look like you did back in the 90s, this and that, da-da-da-da. And Brett literally turned around and pointed at me and said, it's all him. It was all him. It was oh, all he Brother. And I just was like, holy shit. Like, that's one of the best compliments <laughs> I can ever get. You know what I mean? Like, this is amazing. But but he didn't take none of the credit, man. He gave it all to me to where I'm like, Brett, I love you, man. Like, damn, whatever you need anytime, man. He's He's got that way. And I think he knows the 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 sort of cachet that he holds. I did an interview with him once. And afterwards, he's like, well, thanks for giving me a good interview. And I was like, well, it wasn't me. Like, it was the stuff. We, it was you, Barry, and Goldberg the whole time that made it a great interview. You don't like I, Goldberg, man. You don't I, like listen, Goldberg. I swore that I was going to get the good, positive interview out of Brett, right? I was Ooh. like, I'm going to get him putting everybody over. Yep. And I said, I was like, hey, I was like, who does the best sharpshooters? And he sat there and he goes, it's a lot easier if I tell you who did the worst ones. <laughs> very true Hot damn. and then then i was like hey i love the l dandy promo it's one of my favorite things and he goes yeah man that's one of my favorite things about wcw he goes wish i would have worked him instead of goldberg oh <laughs> Hot damn. I it, don't, it. It, it don't surprise me at all though it don't <sighs> surprise me at all Hot damn. so we have obviously free agent now you're taking bookings a lot of possibilities yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know that you haven't necessarily worked in New Japan. You have worked with New Japan, so to speak, with Impact. Very true. We saw a fellow Nexus member in Fred Rosser completely change his entire career, oh, his yeah. path, everything in New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? And, and how do you feel about doing something like that? If somebody said, hey, we want you to come in, but we want you to do something categorically different than what you have done before. I mean, I would absolutely try my best, of course, you know. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy that's like, you know, if, if there's an obstacle, like, I'll, I'll definitely attempt it, you know. Am I the best at everything? No. But do, can I shift gears? And if I want to go from 1 to 10, of course I can, you know. I'm not that old yet. But, uh, but, but yes, I would definitely go to New Japan. I mean, just, you know, just the respect and everything, you know, behind it, man. It was just amazing. And it was fun working with them for a little bit. You know, my buddy Rocky, man, he's always behind the scenes there. And uh, he he gets it all done, this guy. He's the man. Straight up the man. Like, you know, he's he's uh, one of those rare gems, man. He really is. But no, he is the true forbidden door. Hey, honestly, he is. He makes it happen. He really does. He makes it happen. He like he's a good negotiator. That's probably where the good brothers got it from. That, oh boy. Yeah, I love those. I so you know, I'm always trying to get a scoop and everything, and I'll ask uh, them questions, and they'll be yeah. so matter of fact about it, but I'll think they're lying all the time. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. never lying. They're, they're ne- it's always they just know everything. Uh, well, like, they're they're that type of group that they're like cool with everybody, so everyone likes to talk to them, you know? <laughs> yes. They're that group, you know, they're like, you know, APA, but not as tough. You know? These guys looked at me with time left on their impact contract in an interview. And they said, yeah, well, we're probably going to WWE in a few months anyway. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're not. And uh, then there they were three months later on WWE right? Raw. I was like, these uh, sons of bitches. Right. Well, I ain't going to say but- that. I ain't going to say that. But- <laughs> <laughs> Those guys but are nuts, man. They are nuts. But I mean, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I mean. Yeah, you've done some stuff with New Japan and stuff, and we we've seen this big reinvigoration sure. in Fred's career there. 
Oh, dude, he's a stud. He was a stud yeah. back then. But I mean, like, what it is is one of those things. Like everyone, you know, they can look at me and they do. He sucks, you know. But if <laughs> if if you're not in on the professional wrestling world yet, people, like, get the hell out. My goodness, you know, it's like it's predetermined. We got scripts. We're playing this stuff. <laughs> yes, it hurts like hell. It does, guys. All of it hurts. It all hurts. That's This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Get up or back. We're doing what we're told. <laughs> so uh, as, as, as your uh, internet connection drops again. You're, oh, look, Damn it! I'm seeing you in stunning 144p quality right now. It's amazing. I, <laughs> I that's like, what I'm doing here, yeah. man. I'm I'm doing new things. 
So <laughs> as we wrap up, uh, I'm, I love your background there. Can you kind of walk us through some of the stuff there? Oh man, look at all this. I love it. Like it looks great. That is incredible. I see some of your right. cards. Oh yeah. Cards up here. Boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Up there's me and edge. You know, he was the, one of the first guys I got like face to face with that was like heavyweight champ and stuff. And this was in developmental. Here is in 2013 when Honky Tonk Man bashed me over the head with this guitar. They say he knew he signed it and they sent it to me. That's great. Here's some, here's some three on B pictures that we took, you know, back in the day. And um, they uh, printed them up and sent it to us also. Here's the Nexus T-shirt. You know, it's all wrapped up. It's signed by everybody. So pretty cool. Right there is a Deep South card. Um one of the first yeah. cards I ever was on ever, and it was really cool. But then I left it in the back of my truck for years on top of years. And then my <laughs> like not my back of my truck, like in my bed, like in the backpack, like in the truck bed. And then she yeah. like, oh, no, dude, it was horrible. Water stains ripped up and everything. And then next thing you know, uh, my wife, like put it underneath some wood, like boards and flattened it out out and then put it in that big old frame so i can have it wow yeah i know it's pretty over and then you know still cards i got my figures i got some memorabilia stuff of like you know developmental titles and everything that's so cool big, the replica tag title up there and then those are just a lot of toys like harry and the henderson beetlejuice freddy krueger Roethlisberger, Jaws, like I'm a horror fan. Roethlisberger, boo, go Bengals. Oh, nah, man. Go Steelers, Bengals. baby. Hold on one second. Steelers, one baby. Hell no, Steelers, baby. Right here. Season ticket holder. Oh, get out of here with that. My goodness, that Roethlisberger, if he was still quarterback and he'd beat the hell out of Burrow, man. Well, too bad you got Kenny pick six now. <laughs> oh, Enjoy. Anyway. The moment. I'm glad I'm glad your internet cut out now. I'm glad you got terrible internet. I hope that it cuts out in the middle of of Naj Harris running what? for two and a half yards over and over again. I hope it doesn't. See, we lost him again. This interview is over. It's over. We can't even hear Shit, you. This Heath. Bullshit. This well, I'm cussing right now. You know, edit shit out because i'm upset <laughs> my internet sucks for some reason here i am defending my team they're not the best but they're trying damn it they're trying i would i would love if they could just sincerely suck for one season like that would make me feel nah. good like i'll like their suck they're, is they're nine and seven our, yeah our their suck is like nine and eight nine and seven the Bengals yeah. sucking is like one and 16 like i i don't like that I don't yeah, like I get it. Well, I don't even want to say it. I'm a Panthers fan too. And they oh. are just oh, that's like heartbreaking to me. And they're only 20 minutes from me. And I like to go to the games, but yeah. And they not, and they don't have that happening. number one pick next year either. They do not. They do not. Uh, so well, as we yeah. hop off here, please tell the people where they can find you, where they can support you, where they can book you. We're gonna have to do another interview sometime because I got a ton of other stuff to ask you. Oh, we brother. haven't even gotten to WLC and Nexus yet, and I, I want to ask you so much stuff about that. No, oh, bro, there's so many stories about all of that. Actually, uh, you got my number. Hit me up. But you can find me. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. 
Heath with the Roman numerals XXII. And then, you know, I'm on, you know, Pro Wrestling Tees with the T-shirts. And if anybody wants to book me, my email is bookmebaby. It's just B-A-B-Y dot 22 at gmail.com. I, I literally laughed out loud when you sent me your email. <laughs> you, know like, what, you know what's damn. funny is that everyone does. They're just like, of course it's you great. would. Of course it's you great. would. <laughs> Heath, thank you so much, man. This has been a long time coming. I was so excited to do this interview. Yeah. Uh, guys, check him out. We're, we're going to be talking to him again in the future. Until next time, guys, we're out. Oh, baby. <laughs>